Okay, I was going to take us somewhere else other than the mindset. What, um, what have you ladies found is the number one uh, mood killer when you're trying to conceive probably all the things, but we're just going to talk about one because <laughs> we could probably all list them. But the, the one mood killer, and then how have you learned to like overcome or navigate that? I mean, I would just say a mood killer would be my husband saying something or offending me or mm-hmm. me being offended by something that he's yeah. done or maybe something that he didn't do that I expected yeah. him to do. Yeah. I'll say that. Expectations. Yeah. Expectations unmet. Yeah. Biggest mood killer. Yeah. Trying to conceive or just yeah. in intimacy Anytime. in general yeah. is just yeah. feeling that sense of like, oh, well, I'm just let down and now yeah. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I would say just really realistically, like, complete exhaustion Mm -hmm. of like I'm doing everything around the house Mm -hmm. I'm taking care of our child yeah you know I'm doing the best I can to take care of my own physical health Mm -hmm. and like just feeling like doing 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 Mm -hmm. and like super grateful that I do get to technically stay home and be you know stay home working mom yeah um but at the same time like literally feeling like (laughs) everything's being done and then by me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's like, Hey, yeah, baby. And I'm like, heck no. (laughs) Like, give me a back rub and we'll talk about it. Um, Yeah. 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 Seriously. Um, (laughs) like it's just, and and it's my own mind. Yeah. It probably goes back to exactly what Kristen said of this, like expectation of like, I should be taken care of. Yeah. And then I want to take care of you. Yeah. And I think that that's in any relationship. Like, no matter what, like you, our pastors told us when we got married 15 years ago, yeah. like doing our marriage counseling, like you need to outserve each other. Mm-hmm. You need to pour yourself out constantly, whatever yeah. that looks like. Yeah. Like try to outdo one another in yeah. serving them. Yeah. Um, this marriage is not about you or you yeah. or who, who gives or takes yeah. more. It's, working together and And when you keep score you're exhausted Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and so like it's this mindset for me of like I've done so much I'm so tired yeah like I don't have any more of me to give Mm -hmm. yeah that space that you were talking about earlier like I don't have the I don't even have it's not even the mind space anymore it's like the physical capacity like I just want to get my comfies on yeah don't touch me. I yeah. just want to get in bed. Yeah. I don't even care if we do watch a show yeah. on TV or not. Like, I just want to roll over and yeah. I want to go to bed. Yeah. Because I'm tired. Yeah. And I got to do this all over again because yeah. we have a toddler who gets up yeah. really early. Yeah. Um, and if I want my own time, I got to get right. up even earlier. Yeah. So it's just like, like you said, like keeping score is yeah. just like a no, it's, it's not a win for anybody. No. Um, and so it's. I mean, that's probably for me, yeah. um, the unmet expectations, but yeah. then also just this, like, I am going, going, going and yeah. doing, 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 yeah. and then you want me to pour myself out for you. Yeah. Um, and so like, we've had to have the real conversations yeah. of like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Like, and then you're like, this is what I've done today. Yeah. Like if you care. Yeah. And you know, like, blah. Yeah. Um, I know you worked all day and I'm so grateful, but yeah. this is, these are the 9 million things yeah. I've done all day. Yeah. Um, and usually once I can talk it out and process yeah. it, I realize how childish I sound right. and ridiculous. Right. Right. And I'm like, 
okay, my husband's literally coming to me. Because <clears throat> he loves me and he wants, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. thank God he's coming to me. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. my biggest fear my whole life because mm-hmm. of the upbringing that I've had yeah. is my getting married and having yeah. my husband leave me for yeah. somebody else. Yeah. Or cheat on me and yeah. being, being na- naive to it yeah. and, you know, everybody yeah. else knowing. So, yeah. like, thank God he is coming to me. Yeah. Um, and just getting over myself, yeah. really. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also realizing that, like, um, your the mindset shift you kind of mentioned earlier is like it's not just about him being having pleasure. Mm-hmm. I think so, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just in our church culture, or if it's what it is. But the reality is, is like pleasure and sex and intimacy is not just for the man. Right. Do we want it as often? No. But why do we have this mindset? I'm saying we. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, why do we have this mindset that like, I don't have any more capacity for you Right. when really like, I mean, let's just all be real. Once you have an orgasm, you're like freaking crap. That was awesome. Why did I fight that? Yes. Like that was amazing. Like, why did I take so long to be like, yes, let's do that. Like, I'm like, why do I not remember that? No, it is so true. No, I would love to just speak to that because that is literally (laughs) like, Every single time, I'm like, babe, why are we not doing this every single day? What is <laughs> wrong with us? But then the next day, I'm like, you're like, I'm not in the mood. I'm exhausted. Yeah. And we, we forget that it's yes. not, it feels like another chore on our list, like, yes. which I know we've talked about. Yeah. And we feel like it's like, I've got to do one more thing, exert one more bit of energy. Yeah. But it's such a lie. The yeah. truth is like, it's amazing. And exactly. you, you wake up the next day like, oh, you're so amazing. I love yeah. you so much more today than I did yesterday. Exactly. But then something happens between like yeah. 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Exactly. and you're all of a sudden like, I'm exhausted. Life yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Life happens. Like, I just want to lay down. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true. And that's real. I think mm-hmm. that's very real because I don't want to minimize um, someone's exhaustion right. or physical pain or, or emotional pain. But at the same time, I'm like, there's sometimes where, and you said it just a while ago really well, Crystal, like, sometimes we just need to get over ourselves. Yeah. Like, we're not that awesome. <laughs> we haven't done any more than anybody else in the world. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got stuff. Um, and again, that's not to minimize someone's difficulty, mm-hmm. but at the same time, why are we, why are we so bent on making it about something that it's not? Right. We're and giving we, excuses. We're giving excuses. Right. Yeah. I mean, speaking to myself. Yeah, it's like, same. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's also like this trap. I feel like that we fall in of we've let that that narrative spin all day. Mm-hmm. So by the time you get to that point, or we, because I've done the exact same thing as what you just described, minus the child part, like, I've spun all day this narrative of, like, I'm doing everything, I'm so tired, I don't have the capacity for this, like, why do I have to do this, why do I have to hold this up, why do I blah, 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 blah. and then I get there and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, you think that I want to give you anything else when I have, right, like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I. Mm-hmm. And, and then if I would just shut my damn mouth and, like, let it go and have some fun, I would be like, this was way better than bitching at you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Much better yeah. use of energy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I think there's just, um, I don't know, that's the mindset shift that I wish we could get to. Right. Is why is it that we're only making it about we're doing it for him? Um, that's the first one. And so I think that's like both of what you guys said is just very real. And I think 
unfortunately like a huge trap that we as women allow ourselves to fall in and we feed it all day all day we feed that narrative of expectation like unmet expectations and that we are doing everything right and to be frank like that's just not true if that was the case we wouldn't be able to all three of us do the jobs that we do and be able to be doing them out of our home Mm -hmm. and and have the life that we have Mm -hmm. our husbands wouldn't you know that's not that's not true, right? Mm-hmm. And I know, sadly, some people, that is true. So I, I want to be sensitive to that. But on the regular, that's not most of the time the case. Yeah. So in saying that, I was sitting here thinking about how, um, you know, Jace and I are like, like I've shared our side is kind of we're like, okay, like, we got to get out of this. Like, we're not in pain anymore. We're not in um, trying to conceive. So like, how do we have fun? How do we make this awesome again? Um, and I was sitting here thinking while y'all were talking, I'm like, I actually would say my mood killer is actually myself. It's, it's not, I mean, it can be those things if I let it, but I'm, I'm thinking like, actually I'm the one that trips it up. I start thinking bad about myself. I feel insecure. I do maybe feel tired or, um, maybe I haven't had expectations met. And so, but I tell myself like, I'm not worthy of it I don't need it or I um wish this or I wish that or if only this about myself um and so I think I can be like my mood killer um I can relate yeah and it's just I don't know why I do that and I'm working on it um I can tell you this your husband doesn't think any of those, any of those things. <laughs> like it's totally don't a lie. See that. Yeah. It's totally. Yeah. He's like, what? You haven't shaved? And exactly. You're not, like, exactly. Showered, He's like, like oh wait, you didn't shave? I didn't even notice. He's like, I think you smelled really good today. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, I'm just take your clothes off because I don't even care about exactly. the little number. Yeah. Exactly. That you feel like doesn't look cute on you because right. yes. I'd rather see it on the floor. Exactly. So recently, and I I kind of talked about this on the other podcast that I was on that I referenced a few minutes ago. And so I just, like, recently I started, I mean, we've gone years without, like, lingerie. Like, Jason's not a huge lingerie person. Some guys totally are. He likes it, but he doesn't have to have it, right? Well, and when you're going through all we're going through, I was just like, okay. I just kind of went through a phase where I'm like, whatever, you know. Well, I thought, okay, I've gone through my hysterectomy. I've gone through a lot of hormone changes. Um, I'm having some difficulty. It's affecting my weight again. Um so great I'm in this place where I just don't feel fab and I thought I just cannot let this continue to be a roadblock for us so I went and I got some lingerie that I felt comfortable in that hides the things that I don't like okay that's I think that's key find something that hides the thing you don't yes (laughs) hides the things you don't like but gives him access to the things that he likes yeah and so it's been it's been a game changer because I thought if I'm my own trip up my own mood killer mm-hmm. then only I can fix that mm-hmm. right like only I can be like my ears get out of your own freaking way mm-hmm. and so um I've just started doing that so like I'm thinking okay I'm putting it in the budget we're going back to buying at least once a month a new lingerie Jason's colorblind, so he can't really tell sometimes if it's the same or not and doesn't really care because, like you said, he just wants to get it off. 
But what I found is, and this is why I say this, because I hope this helps somebody. Because I think body image is a huge thing um, for us as women. If we don't love ourselves, if we don't like ourselves, we're not going to show up. Yeah. Um, at least not and enjoy it. And they really want us to enjoy it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so I found the lingerie that he, like I said, it stays on because he can still get access to what he likes. Mm-hmm. And I can cover up what I don't like. And I don't even have to think about it. Like, I don't have to worry about if I don't like something Mm -hmm. because I have found a way to meet us both in the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I know that might seem like so minor or so little or even like a little vain or naive. But for me, it just, it's been a game changer. And I hope that, you know, someone listening will kind of take what you've said about like, hey, they just, they don't care. Like, they just want to be with you. And you've said like... Hey, we've just got to, like, lay down the expectations. And I'm saying, let's just be real practical and go get some right. freaking lingerie <laughs> that you can hide what you don't like and give him what he wants. And and then you also then get what's pleasurable as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's very practical. I'm pointing all that out to say it's very practical. Um, it's very spiritual because our connection to one another can be very spiritual. Mm-hmm. And it's emotional. And so, um, yeah, anyways, I'm not really sure where to go after I shared that. But um, let me let me think here for a second. Lord. Do y'all have anything else that y'all want to add to what we were I just other practical. Oh, sorry. We, Love no, it. Go ahead. Okay, because I, I was going to have a say practical as well. practical tips that I was just thinking Bring about. Bring it as, on. As you're talking. Because this is actually, everything you're saying right now is really good for my marriage right now. I, love I it. need to hear everything. I love You've it. been married, Crystal's been married like five years longer than I have, or four years. Yeah. You've been married. More than twice as yeah. long. So I'm receiving yeah. all this awesome. advice right now. I love it. We have not even hit the 10-year mark yet. So, yeah. um, but practical note, I'm like, wow, okay, I'm going to take all this advice right now, currently in my situation. But for me, it is usually I'm tired, yeah. right? And that's kind of been a common thing. I yeah, mean, which is real. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, well, on those nights, like you said, give, yeah. you need to make space. Yeah. So how are you going to make space for that person? I'm like, yeah. I should drink some coffee at 5 o'clock. Like, there yeah, it might keep go. me up a little bit in the middle yeah. of the night, but at least, yeah. like, if that's, yeah, that's what good. it's going to take to show up for my husband, yeah. like, drink some extra And coffee. for yourself. We got to start Thank saying you. that, ladies. Thank you yeah. for reminding me. We got to start yes. saying that. Yes. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. It's not just for him. It's yeah. for us. But I yeah. do want to, I do want to give him. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, I want to serve, yeah. serve him above and beyond, like you yeah. were saying. Drink some coffee. And then another practical thing for me that always... Like, when I'm consistently exercising, mm. sex is 10 times better. Like, yeah. it is just so much better. And so, and it also helps me to need stress. So, yeah. it kind of, like, conquers the stress yeah. thing. And it also helps. It really yeah. does. It helps for me That's get good. me in the mood. And I feel better about myself, too. And I yeah. feel, like, strong and, like, yeah. energetic. And, yeah. you know, so caffeine That's and really nights, good. those exercises, That's which really good. I need to hop back on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I think even taking, like, this might sound, like, super, super practical, but I think even taking, like, a shower, mm-hmm. um, you know, with you guys with kids, maybe it's that he puts the kids to bed or feeds them and puts them to bed and you go take a shower or a bath and you shave and you don't feel disgusting. Mm-hmm. Crystal and I were both talking about, like, yeah. today we were just, like, we both were, like, oh, my gosh, I feel disgusting. I need yeah. to take a shower right now. And, Seven like, you just, dry shampoo. yeah, dry yeah. shampoo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And some, and you just, you got to do that, you know? That's so, so I good. think it's, it's, don't, how do I say this? Don't 
allow those expectations to not be met because sometimes Mm -hmm. they're not met because we don't let them. Mm -hmm. Right. Meaning, let them feed the kids, make a freaking shit mess in the kitchen, clean it up tomorrow. (laughs) He's not going to do it like you do it. He's not going to, they're not going to be quiet. They're not, they're going to probably laugh and make jokes and whatever they do with dad, put them to bed. The bath water is going to be all over the floor. You know, although some men are way more particular. Like, if it was me and Jace, I would be the one with the bath water all over the floor and Jason would be the particular (laughs) one. But my point is, let him do it. Mm -hmm. And then you go and take a shower. Or if you don't have children and you're trying to conceive and you don't feel like your body is worthy of it or your heart is feeling that shame and all the things we talked about earlier, um, take some space or, like, don't have sex. Like, sit in the bath and, like, rub each other. Like, do something mm-hmm. that isn't a part of telling you that your your body and your intimacy is only for one thing. Right. And, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's, okay. it's real practical. But, um, and back to what you said earlier, Crystal, about, you know, it's not just, okay, this is our window. You know, do something. If, if you do have a window, because that's real, like, we all three know, like, you got to do it right now when it's, mm-hmm. it's. The time, the window. But then take a bath together and do something that's pleasurable. Or, um, you know, I don't know, whatever. Some people it might be doing on the table. Or maybe it's, you know, like, I don't know. Insert whatever feels fabulous, okay? (laughs) And you're both in agreement. Um, You know, like, I just think there's... Why do we stop at, okay, we just... We had intercourse because we're trying to have a kid, right. and we want to grow our family, and now it's done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, there can be more to that. We don't yeah. have to be done. Or maybe we start the other way. You know what I mean? So I, I know these are really like practical and super like <laughs> we went there, but I wanted to. I wanted us to have that conversation tonight of like, how do we get past ourselves? How do we have a mindset shift? Or even being aware of where the mindset shift might need to be. Maybe it hasn't happened yet. Like, Kristen, you were very vulnerable to share. Like, I I might even need a mindset shift mm-hmm. still. And I think that's ongoing. So mm-hmm. grace to you. Have grace on yourself. Because I'm having to tell myself that too in this mm-hmm. season. Like, I need a mindset shift. And, you know, when we hit 20 years of marriage, we hit... And we've been in counseling, like, since six years in, guys. So... You know, we put the time in. We're trying to have, you know, the healthy marriage. But 20 years in, we hit some things where I'm like, where the heck did this come from? (laughs) Or he would be like, what is happening right now? And it just, it was a new season. Mm -hmm. We entered in a, a whole brand new chapter. And I say that to encourage you that mindset shifts are going to happen throughout life, whether you're trying to conceive and build your family or you're stepping into a childless, not by choice life, or you're stepping into, do we want to have more kids? Or you've got three kids and you're trying to navigate it. Like, it's all going to require commitment, communication, mindset shifts, and showing up in the practical ways that we just kind of talked about. Um, if you guys could each say um, one thing to the women and then one thing to the couples. Just out of anything that we've talked about, what would that what would that be? Well, I want to just quick touch on oh yeah, go back to practicality, like yeah. taking it literally 
backtrack it. Yeah. Um, like we practically, because Jason was traveling mm-hmm. and he was trying to figure out when he needed to be home yeah. for fertility appointments, yeah. when I was needing him and yeah. you know, just all the craziness. Yeah. Um, like we literally came to a point because he would just show me his calendar for work and it was like yeah. meeting, overlapping, meeting, overlapping. And it just was just this crazy. Yeah. And so I said, how about this? How about you put me on your calendar? Mm. And so we still to this day, even That's though he's good. not traveling because of COVID and yeah. you know, all the things, um, and his, his role has changed since we've moved to Texas. Yeah. But like we legitimately say meeting tonight. Yeah. It's good. Or like, and it doesn't have you, like he doesn't know I'm ovulating, like yeah. none of that stuff. Like yeah. I, I may not even know I'm ovulating yeah. unless I look at my little like yeah. app calendar that I'm like, yeah. you know, keeping track of. Yeah. Um, obviously I know that I'm ovulating based on my body and right. to look for signs, but to be like. It's not about that. No, it's mm-hmm. like, hey, should we put, or like, it's even fun for me to be like, you put a meeting on the calendar. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, Okay. Exactly. And like so he's like he's preparing himself yes. that I'm ready to show up. Yeah. That he better show up. Yeah, exactly. And so and like why wouldn't he show up? You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? So it's like so it's kind of been yeah. this like funny thing where we're I like meeting, meeting. And like we can say that in front of anybody. Exactly. And it's not awkward for yeah. anybody. Um yeah. I can even like we have a calendar that we share on our yeah. phones with Apple ID and yeah. so I can put like meeting with like some fire marks on yeah. the calendar. I love it. And he can see that at any point that he actually looks at his yeah. calendar for his his yeah. personal phone. And you it's know, good. he can see that. So it's like these are practical ways that yeah. I can be proactive yeah. in initiating. Yeah. That's good. Like it doesn't need to be me putting on some sexy no, number exactly. laying on the bed, yeah. you know. In a pose when Cuddles he comes down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I used to, seriously, when we so got married, I did that all the time. It's a freaking exhausting. No. I was like, yeah, that that did not last. Up. Yeah, no. exactly. I'm yeah. like, there's way better ways we can make this. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, that's that is my my practical. Yeah. Like how we have made a point to talk about it yeah, and really to even like a, really um, to just be proactive yeah, in that's good and just yeah like hey like let's schedule yeah mm-hmm. and and not that we literally are like okay let's look at the calendar yeah no let's plan like a yeah. week out you exactly. know like okay and we did have to do that right sadly, that's when real. it was yeah. yeah you know really truly like yeah. we're trying to have a baby we're yeah. working and paying yeah. a lot of money with exactly. a doctor like let's figure this out let's yeah. plan it out yeah but like now we we just carry that over and yeah. it's fun and yeah. it's like a joke that we have while we're yeah. like ooh, or it. it won't even be a meeting it'll just say like sexy time yeah <laughs> you know it. and so and yeah and so it's just something that we yeah you know, with the whole quickie or sexy yeah. time or whatever, like, yeah. it's just something that for us, yeah. like, we know what we're talking about. We're exactly. on the same page yeah. communication-wise. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I totally derailed and forgot the question No, that's asked. fine. Because I'm going to – we're just going to keep going for a okay. second. Um, sorry. Because I think this is important. Like, I think all of us have probably sat in our room or our bathroom or in our car or somewhere by ourselves where we're like – is this ever going to change? Like, is this, is, can this be better? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and so in that, I think some of this practicality will help people even just feel comfortable to like make it practical right. and, and make it intimate and it doesn't have to be this big to do. And then it also, 
can be fun for everyone. So let's let's hone in here for just a little bit. Um, so one thing, Jason and I, we, we say, um, do you want to play? And we've said that, like, since we've been married. Um, and for us, it's, like, a good way to say, like, hey, do you want to play? If you're not in the mood, then it gives the person permission, right? Like, because you're kind of inviting them into have fun. And if they're not in the mood or they don't feel good or whatever, um, you know, it gives them the freedom to be like, so let's say Jason saying, hey, baby, you want to play? And I'll be like, hey, could you give me a couple hours? Because I know mentally I can't show up with you, but I'd like mm-hmm. to. Is that cool? Because, you know, let's just be honest. Sometimes guys think they can't turn it off and on and they've got to have it right then, right now. No, actually, there is the ability to control and to be... Um, engaged when it's the right time Um, and so I'll either say like you can have a quickie or if you'll give me some time I think I could probably like show up Um, and so oh yeah that's fine typically that is the response you know because they don't just want the quickie they want us they want us to be with them Um, another thing that I'll do is like so I'm like I said just being vulnerable I don't love sex right away in the morning I'm just not a morning person and I do I sh- this is where I'm kind of like you are I'm like I have so much freaking to do in the morning like now you want to have sex like that's how I feel about morning sex um by the natural um I'm working on it but that's typically when he loves to have sex so he'll we just have had to navigate that conversation of what does that look like right because I'm not going to always be like no freaking no I don't like morning sex well he might not like night sex I don't know or noon sex or whatever the crap so it but it's a real conversation Mm -hmm. that I think we've got to make sure that we're having um with our spouse and so um typically like we wait to have morning sex until the weekend because I don't have a lot to do and it's just more fun Mm -hmm. so those are practical things like find out like when do you like it when do you not like it? And then, okay, how do you show up when you don't like it, but they like it? Mm-hmm. And just navigating through all of that, to me, is just, I don't know. I might be the only person in the world that doesn't like morning sex, but for me, <laughs> it just annoys me. It feels like a task. That's when it becomes a task for me. So I've just had to navigate that. But we do. We have a, a saying that we use so that it invites the other person, you know. And um, another practical thing that we've always done, too, is like, Okay, if it has been, like if, you know, there's right now we're trying to pack up and move. So this week is just crazy. And so we both just kind of have said at different times, like, hey, like there's a lot of grace this week, but we're going to come back together. Like just reassuring each other, like, hey, I love you. I want you. But we're both all over the place and we're both crashing. Um, I don't know if that's our old age or what. And we are guesting. We have, you know, like I'm on crutches. Like it's just crazy right now. And so there are those times. And I think it's only fair that we tell each other like, hey, it's crazy right now. Right. You know, it's just a practical way to be like, I love you. If you need it, let me know because I'm probably not thinking about it Mm -hmm. full on this week. But it's okay. You can pursue. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you can't, that's fine. Like Crystal said, put it on the calendar. Like, here's what our week looks like. It's nuts. There's so much grace. But if you need me, I'm here. Yeah. You know, and I just think it's important to to do that. Okay, any other practical That's tips? so good. Because I loved all these. These were good. Coffee thing, I never freaking thought about that. I never have either until just so now. Good. Like, so good. So good. Solved that one. Yeah, okay. exactly. 
for the kid, put the kid, let him put them to bed, that's you know. That's a great idea. It's going like to be chaos, but that's okay. You just shut the door and put some music on yeah. so you can't hear My it. My husband's actually amazing at putting the kids That's to awesome. Bed, so. That's awesome. Jason would be too. That would totally that's be. Jason's job. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I all three of our husbands. Day. Yeah. She even like needs you in she the evening. She needs you, yeah. And she, and she does. She's like, yeah. they put me to bed. And that's yeah. a tip for husbands. Mm-hmm. I think if you yeah. would come home and, you know, sometimes they do need some space to check out mentally. Like, let's just be honest. That is... Um, the way men are wired, but once they've had that, step in and engage your kids and relieve your wife to go and have some time, you know. Jason will send me on target time in 0.5 seconds if he thinks I'm going to come home and be super chill, (laughs) because then usually that means I'm going to be great to go for some fun playtime, and so whatever it is, right, like I just think, again, it's seasons, it's every marriage is different, Mm -hmm. every personality is different. Um, but like, these are really good practical things, you know, like how can we just be practical in it sometimes and stop making it so difficult? And I think going back to, I don't remember which one of us said it, but just creating that space, Mm -hmm. you know, and being intentional with that instead of wasting our time and our heads all day writing a narrative that just pisses us off. Well, and I think I don't like want to get too crazy, like spiritual on it, but like, like God gave us sex to connect yes and like I have always heard the word intimacy is mm. into me you see mm. and like that is like the epitome of vulnerability yeah that's and so like I think that life gets so busy and we get so distracted that kind of like when we forget to Sabbath yeah and it hurts us because God's given it to yeah. us as a gift right. yeah and he's given us sex as a gift and yeah. not like just to reproduce, yeah, but to exactly. really truly connect with one another yeah. and to both enjoy it. That's good. Right? And so I really think it's almost like a tactic of the enemy yeah. to like distract yeah. and to to divide yeah. um, a marriage yeah. because truly that's a reflection of yeah. Christ in the, in yeah. the church. And so yeah. like I really think that it's just um, – like us getting out of our own heads yeah. and mm-hmm. saying like, okay, um, I'm not going to let the enemy, yeah. you know, take this from yeah, me or from my husband, yeah. Yeah. from us. Yeah. Um, like we need those times to connect. And like, yeah, I can truly good. say like when we are truly intimate, yeah. like it's the best sex it ever. Is. Exactly. And it's also like Kristen said, like you wake up the next morning yeah. or even just like after. Yeah. Um, and you're just like. Like, the, not that this person could do no wrong, but yeah. you just, you have more grace for the, yeah, the other right. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you see them as, like, your teammate in yeah. battle in life. Yeah. yeah. And not, like, okay, like, we're going to divide and conquer. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I, like, again, like, I have this score and you have yeah. this score. Yeah. You know? And it's, yeah. so it's, like, I just think that when we can shift our mindset of, yeah. like, God has given us this yeah. to be able to come together and like connect in a way that like the world cannot connect with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or any other person. Right. Correct. Any other yes. Person. You yeah. know? And yeah, that's good. And Crystal. you basically touched on it earlier and I, I I'm going to go back there really quick, but yeah. like I saved myself for marriage. Yeah. I was the Same. like goody girl who was a Christian, like, I'm going to, yeah. like, I'm, this is something I'm giving to my husband. And yeah. it, to be honest, it was more out of, b- birthed out of a, um, 
a fear. Yeah, of, religious um, fear. A religious yeah. fear of, like, disappointing my mom. Yeah, yeah. Disappointing God. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. so it wasn't like this, like, I love God so much yeah. and I love myself. Yeah. And I love whoever he has for me that I yeah. want to give this to them. Yeah. So... So I don't want to sound self-righteous by yeah, any means because no, it I'm was just this like, but but I did not truly enjoy sex the mm-hmm. first probably, I mean truly probably the first 10 years of our marriage. Yeah. Like I didn't truly start enjoying sex yeah. until we truly started talking about it. Yeah. And that was when we were actually trying to have a baby. Yeah. And I understood my body. Yeah. Um, Like... And I was able to say, like, yeah. I don't like that. I yeah. do like this. And and it yeah. was like, I just didn't, it wasn't painful. It was more just like, it was like, I have to do this because yeah. I'm married now. Yeah. And I'm supposed to. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, like, I know, like, I kind of have, like, amnesia when I, like, think back to, like, yeah. the year first, you know, six years of marriage. But, like, yeah. I'm like... Did we even have sex ever? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, like literally, like that's how unmemorable. Well, it and was. unconnected. You oh, were so connected. not connected at all. Yeah. Um, and so I just am like, well, maybe. Well, besides being on birth control and being like very like mm-hmm. adamant of like I don't want to have a baby. Like that's not yeah. why I got married. Yeah, you know, like that mindset. Like I truly cannot remember connecting with my yeah. husband. Yeah. and I think that the church doesn't do justice yeah. in that because. Mm-hmm. You are shamed your whole life, whether you saved yourself or not. Exactly. And so, and then, like, Kristen kind of mentioned, like, and I don't know, you know, the extent I can think of my own personal, like, things that I had done in relationships that weren't necessarily intercourse. Yeah. But, like, those things would, like, come up in my mind when I'm with my husband who I've saved myself for. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, like why is my mind going there? Like, I'm not thinking about that person, but, yeah, yeah, like, I am. Yeah. And like, yep. and it is, it's shame of like, yeah. I let myself, part of myself go to this person. Yeah. And so like, it was, yeah, it's just a lot yeah. of, um, a lot of things that I don't think the, the church navigates really truly well. navigates and yeah, says like, agreed. sex is this beautiful thing yeah. and it's for a husband and a wife and yeah. that's what makes it beautiful. Yeah. And this is your moment to connect with yeah, each other. Exactly. To like shut the world out. Yeah. Um, you said it earlier, you're like, even if I didn't have a baby, yeah. I have my marriage. Yeah. Like exactly. I've fought and worked for my marriage. Yeah. And I'm grateful because yeah. we wouldn't be where we're at. Yeah. Um, yeah. baby in hand or not. Exactly. You know, and so yeah. um I just think that it's one, it's something that God has given us. It's a gift and yeah. like we get to engage with each other in that in a vulnerable way. Yeah. Um, but also like, it's something we should not be shameful about or feel bad about. Um, it's good. Anyways. Yeah. No, I think that's really good to bring up because I do think, you know, sadly the church doesn't do a great job of helping you navigate as a teen, as a young person, as a single person, um, what a healthy relationship looks like and how to even navigate not having sex before you get married. Like right. they just tell you don't do it. Yeah. Right. Well, why? Well, mm-hmm. how do you not, yeah. you know? Um, and so, cause I, same thing, my story is very similar in that. Um, but then when we get married, they don't, they just tell you to do it. So yeah. I've spent what, 15 years telling me not to do it or 10 years not telling me not to do it. Now you're telling me just do it. You know, and it just doesn't work like that. It's not fun. It's not pleasurable in that way. And it's attached to to shame and something that you've 
you've had to temper and push down. Mm -hmm. And so rather than talking to us about or teaching us how to navigate our feelings, because I mean, how I don't know about you guys, but I remember being real turned on on a date and I'm like, oh, okay, I should feel feel that way, but I freaking do and it feels awesome, you know, like, and then to, to get into marriage and to shut that off. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think it is, I think it's a very, I mean, that could be like literally its own podcast. Yes. Um, (laughs) You know, that whole topic. Mm -hmm. We do a poor job, sadly, as the church, but I hope that conversations like this will help people who have been in that journey um, in their, in their faith. Because to me, it honestly shouldn't have anything like your faith is your relationship with the Lord Mm -hmm. and you grow and develop in that. And there's no perfect path on that. And there's no way that you can never, if we didn't need Christ as our savior, then we're going to mess up is what I'm trying to say. Or we wouldn't need him as our savior. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. And so in that, I think we just, these kind of conversations hopefully will help people see like, don't, don't think that you can't talk about something as a 15 year old or a 16 year old. If you do have kids, talk to them about it's, it is pleasurable. It feels amazing. Mm -hmm. It's going to be amazing. And yes, you know, save yourself for your husband, Mm -hmm. but here's why, or Mm -hmm. here's how you can do that. Mm -hmm. You're it's, you can't shut off the fact. Well, here's the crazy thing is we train ourselves. It takes that long to shut it off. Mm -hmm. And then how long now have each of us been married and we're still having to talk about how do we turn this on inside ourselves? Mm -hmm. How do we light up what God gave us and created us for? And that's why I said earlier, it's not just for them. Why have we spent decades (laughs) or almost a decade telling ourselves that we don't want it or we don't need it or I'm too this, I'm too tired and if only, right? These are the things that we lie to ourselves Mm -hmm. about. So thanks for bringing that up because I think it's really yeah, real. Good. I think mm-hmm. it's it's an honest conversation. And if there's people out there that need to have that conversation, like reach out. Like let's chat yeah. through it, you know. Um, okay, so we're going to – anything else before I wrap this up? Okay, that was really good stuff, y'all. That was really good. All right, so we're, we'll start with you, Kristen. Like what would be the one thing that you would tell women in around this topic, whatever mm-hmm. area that's just kind of like stirred in you – and then what would you tell a couple? Okay. Um, I think I can answer the first question as far as what I tell another woman, like what I would tell myself if I could go mm-hmm. back. That's good. And yeah. if I could just say like, hey, Kristen, this is going to sound so insanely cliche. Nope. <laughs> because you just, people don't want to hear this. But I would tell myself to relax. That's good. And like not be some, so consumed mm-hmm. with, getting the family or getting yeah. the child or becoming yeah. pregnant. Yeah. Um, I would it's good. just tell myself to enjoy the process. Yeah. And so I know that sounds way easier said than done. Yeah. But you can like ask yourself like, okay, how could I enjoy this process yeah. more? Like let's yeah. not waste these months or yeah. years or decades of trying for a baby. Yeah. Ruin not ruin, but yeah. like let's not waste these years. Yeah. It's robbing you. Being, yeah. yeah, being mm-hmm. robbed of you are being robbed of joy and it's a real yeah, thing. It is. But like in those seasons of waiting, yeah. you can still have joy, joy. and you yeah. can find it's ways good. to bring joy That's to your good. marriage, yeah. to other people. Yeah. Um That's I just good. say find ways to like serve other people, get your mind off of okay. your own hardship. And I know that's kind of like a tough love answer, but that is literally no, I love it. what I had to do to get that's through good. those years. And so yeah. 
And then for a couple, I would just say almost the same thing. Like find ways to just enjoy, enjoy one another other. and know it's going to be okay. Like you said, Bonnie Ruth, like you have each other. Yeah. And there are so many people that are not in a relationship or maybe have been in a relationship yeah. and lost somebody or yeah. broken relationship. Yeah. And they just long to have somebody by yeah. their side. And yeah. so use this time to grow closer to one another yeah. instead of allowing this to break you apart because it will try to break you apart yeah, yeah. but you can it come will. out of this journey no matter how it ends yeah. you can come out so much stronger yeah it's really good it's really good so okay i'm to- totally going along with my 23 <laughs> year old crystal um stop worrying about what other people think yeah that's good um because Everybody is constantly, even my own self, yeah. is constantly planning the next thing for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, when is there going to be a ring Yeah, before you're married? Yeah. And it's like, when are there going to be babies? Yeah. When are we going to have grandchildren? Yeah. And yeah. so, like, when are you going to buy a house? Yeah. When are you going to, now you had a yeah. baby, when are you going to give them a sibling? Exactly. And it's right. just literally, like, what, the next thing. Yeah. And so, like, That's stop, really stop, stop caring what other people think. Yeah. yeah. Um, like... I mean, I think I, I fought that my whole life of even just like, yeah, same. um, trying to make my, my mom proud yeah. or even like the wacky mindset. And I thank God he has like captured and yeah. captivated my heart to show me like, I'm proud of you no matter what, sweetie. Yeah. Like you don't do anything or not do anything yeah. that doesn't make me proud. Mm-hmm. And so, um, just like, like. To the woman, like, stop caring what other people yeah, think. Um, because you can get in this, like, I say rat race, but just yeah. this, like, hamster wheel of yeah. just, like, okay, I gotta get on to the next thing. And I've, like, I'm looking at everybody around me, and, like, I still can get into this as yeah. a 30, almost 38 year old of, yeah. like, okay, all these influencers, like, yeah. she had the baby, now yeah. she's gonna have another baby. Oh, Look at her. She had yeah. a boy and a girl, like yeah. a lucky girl, and they're both healthy babies. Yeah. And her and her husband got everything going on. Yeah. And like, it's just like you can literally yeah. feel Spiral like you're in running. this hamster ball of like yeah. running, yeah, running the race, um, yeah. and keeping up with everybody and yeah. doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like Kristen said it earlier, of like I felt behind yeah. as like a thirty year old getting right. married because. Yeah. All of my friends got married right out of college yeah. and started having children. Yeah. And, like, here we were, you know, yeah. five years later yeah. getting married and then having the children yeah. ten years after getting yeah. married. And just, yeah. like, you know, we have friends that are going to be empty nesters before we're yeah. even, like... Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. Um, just, like, don't worry about what yeah. people think. Right? Exactly. Um, that's that's probably my, like... Yeah, take away for a woman specifically, because yeah. um, I think we are always comparing yeah. and always listening to the yeah. different voices mm-hmm. um, around us. Um, to the couples, um, honestly, like, and I know that this sounds cliche. It sounds like hard and mm-hmm. like harsh. It, like truly, when I when I came to a place in my heart. And it wasn't, it was a position, a posture of my heart. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just like this, um, like I did step one, two, and three. Yeah. That's how I got here. Yeah. But when I got to a place as a believer, now obviously everyone listening might not be a believer. Yeah. um, Everybody's in their own way. But God showed me how much he was enough Mm -hmm. for me. 
And I just had this like breakdown moment of yeah. like, if I never have a baby, like yeah. if I'm never quote unquote a mother, like, yeah. like I'm still enough to him and yeah. he's enough for me. Like he yeah. sent his son, like we just celebrated Easter here. Yeah. Like, you know, like he died for me because he loves me so much. And yeah. like, if I don't ever hold a baby in my arms, like yeah. that's okay. Yeah. And it goes along with what you said and what Kristen said of yeah. like, like you have a husband. Yeah. Like you, and like, yes, I had a husband and I like didn't even really truly gr- even grasp that. Mm-hmm. It was more like, I have a Lord that loves yeah. me yeah. like unconditionally. And like, yeah. if there is a baby in my arms or not, like that yeah. doesn't define who I am and it doesn't change his love for me. Yeah. Or how proud he is of me. And so, like, for me, like, I would never take back the struggle. Even though we're, like, kind of walking through it a second time around to some extent. Like, thank God I've learned his character, more of his character, not all of his character. But, like, I've learned his, his character and his, like, love for me and just, like... His timing is perfect, and yeah. I freaking hated it every single time somebody <laughs> said that to me. Like, yeah. his timing's perfect. Stop stressing. Yeah. Like, relax. Yes, but I was, <laughs> but like, truly, like, if I could tell my twenty-three-year-old mm-hmm. self as a first, you know, just being married, like anything, it would right. be like, like truly, God's timing is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't understand it. And it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But like, stop trying to plan. Yeah. Because you're letting yourself down. Yeah. With your with your unmet expectations. Yeah. Um, God may never have a plan for me to have a second baby. Yeah. And I have to be okay with that yeah. and be the best mom I can yeah. and the best um, wife I yeah. can and the best like sister and yeah. friend and you know all the things like all the the titles that yeah. we carry as yeah. women and like. And I have to be okay with that. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, to, to a couple, like, I know that sounds mean, but it's like, God's timing is perfect. Yeah. And his will is, is perfect. Yeah. And so like, he knows and can foresee the future. Like he truly does know what's best for you. Like you don't think that he's like the lie that I believe for so long was like, he's withholding his goodness from you, Crystal. Yeah. And I felt isolated. I felt yeah. like I was the only one because, yeah. of course, everybody was having babies yeah. around me, and I had to be joyful for them. Yeah. And it wasn't till I got to that place yeah. in my heart, that yeah. posture of like, "God, you're enough." Yeah. If I never have a baby, like yeah. that is the only way in my humanness yeah. that I can truly celebrate and be yeah. joyful for my friends yeah. or other people that are having babies. Yeah. You know, yeah, and without struggle, yeah. Um, but I would never take that struggle back, yeah, because it has brought me to a place in my relationship with the Lord, yeah. Um, even a relationship with my husband, yeah. Um, that like it's just a confidence that I can't, yeah, I can't explain to anybody, yeah. and I can't step one, step two, step yeah. three. It's just a full on like surrender to the Lord and yeah. His plan and His yeah. timing for yeah. your life, yeah. No matter what that looks like, yeah. So that's really good. That'll preach. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing I would add would be, you know, Jason and I, our story to people who even listen to Baron Not Broken might be like really discouraging because we didn't get the babies. Mm-hmm. Um, and but what I've come to realize and even what we're stepping into now, um, and I don't know when this episode's gonna air, so I'm not gonna say what we are doing, but what we're preparing and getting ready for to expand the reach of Barren Not Broken um, reminds me that 
my life turn is turning out exactly the way that it needs to. It is not how I thought it would be. And there's a lot of people that could look at my life and say that they can't see the faithfulness of God because I didn't get that. But there's also people who know me, like in this room, that will say, oh my gosh, like the purpose the purpose of God is so evident in your life. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been reminded that if we only go after one purpose, we're missing out. Mm-hmm. Because there's layers of purpose within our lives, within our journey, within our story, mm-hmm. and, and who we are and who God created us to be. Yeah. And so I'm actually coming into a place where I'm very proud of the fact that we don't have kids because I would not be doing what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that I think God gave me that or I'm not one to be like, okay, it's, you know, God gave me this burden to carry. No, BS on that. But who God is in my life, aside from the physical issues and things that I've gone through that have prevented me from having children, he is still God in my life and he's mm-hmm. still showing up and we would not be doing what we're about to do in our lives if we had kids. And so there is purpose in my life and, um, we are fulfilled and there's days there's, you know, there joy and grief collide at different times. And like you said, Kristen, like we can create joy in the space within our lives, Mm -hmm. but I just, I'm reminded and I hope that couples and women listening that the purpose of God in your life is not one thing. And the purpose within your marriage is not one thing. The purpose within intimacy is not one thing. Um, And so in that, I hope that they will expand their thinking to be willing to see intimacy with their husband in a new light after listening to this. That they'll be willing to find themselves, be intimate with themselves, know what they like, and be intimate with their their spouse in a way that is mind-blowing. Like, I hope people have some mind-blowing sex after this episode. (laughs) Um, Because, including myself. Um, Because I I just genuinely believe, and I think I'm just really passionate about it, because we're in a new dynamic and season, um, Jason and I, in this, of changing mindset, of discovering um, newness in our intimate relationship. And so I just, I hope people will do it. Like, I hope they'll take time and I hope they'll apply some of the practical things and listen to some um, of just the real life that y'all have lived. Um, so thank you for sharing. Thank you for in allowing us into the space of your lives, of your, you know, tell your husbands thanks for letting you come on here. They might regret that and be like, you're never going on one of your podcast again. Or they might love that you came on yes. the podcast. Um, let's hope it's that direction. But Thank you, and I, I do. Thank Listeners, you. I hope that you will take the practical tips. I hope you'll lean into wherever you might be in your faith and that you find that place so that it can just strengthen you in your journey and wherever you are. And then I just hope that you will take some time to engage your own heart so that you can show up and experience intimacy in a new, fresh way. So thank you for being with us today, and I look forward to having you next time.